Comic Book Day, and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, happy comic book day. I don't like that your finger rubbed my beard a little bit. Got a good day to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please hit that comment section like you couldn't hear a dump truck drive through a nitroglycerin plant, but you have a permanent Wahlberg scowl on your face. God damn, uh, that's one of the best intros uh, you've uh, ever... Aunt Bethany, I love you so. Ever Which, written. by the way, did you know that Aunt Bethany was the voice of like multiple cartoons that like we rubbed early early fucking shots to uh, out to us damn i did she, not know that she she um gotta google that I, I i'll go ahead i'll come up with a list for you we got um, just outstanding we got chris out of the gate already doing What's the up, damn thing chris, uh, we are you? live on youtube we're live on facebook we're live on the purple site twitch uh, Chris, we love you. Everybody, please comment as we go. But John, Charlie, today's episode, episode two of our brand new season and our brand new year was too big to handle Dolo. So I had to reach out and had to call somebody. What say? John, today we're going to talk about Marvel's newest TV endeavor, Echo. We are going to talk about you pitching we we just went classic for classic week to week you just felt the need well, to... you you threw down the gauntlet of just classic and who else to pick up the gauntlet and just back smack you right back across so the greek isle so believe it or not you are going to be delivered a pitch for a new jason and the argonauts for john the holiday season might be passed but i'm not ready to let go no, I'm, not... I'm not ready to take the tree down I want to talk about an unexpected treat. A new Christmas classic. A new Christmas classic that somehow we managed to trick the writer, director, and creator of including us, which I think he just accepted that bribe. Mm, mm, Let's mm. welcome to the show to tell you, to help us rather, tell all of you about Banjo and Buckshot's Christmas Spectacular, which is not the name. Not at all. Let's bring on the director, friend of the show, podcast host one of the greatest people uh, i've ever met the one and only and you know me that's true the one and only <laughs> christian <laughs> christian coders you might know him from the j and silent bob secret stash podcast which is actually called live from the secret live from the secret stash, stash. one of my favorite wednesday available shows. everywhere that amazing podcast content's available that is true christian Perfect. my friend happy comic <laughs> book day happy comic book day gentlemen i i know i i you can probably tell how happy i am to be here <laughs> i legitimately love doing this show i'm an avid fan well, but you guys are also two of the greatest gents I've had the pleasure of getting. There is to know. no accounting oh, for taste. Shucks. Look at our director just doing the damn thing. He's like, <laughs> first of all, he oh also brought some of the greatest usernames with him. Yeah, for we got sure. Bobo Dillygaff. I don't know. I don't know if it looks like he gives Silver a fuck. Silver Knight Kyle is in the house. Silver we got Knight Billy Kyle. Judd. 
a- aka the, the co-creator of uh, Landfill. Every episode drops a new piece of lore about <laughs> Landfill, so if we we might get a treat. Oh, dynamite! The installments are where it's at. If Billy Judd is not a professional wrestler, fix that immediately because that is a professional wrestler name. If I ever heard one. For those of you who might be confused watching this over on Christian's pages, uh, I am not Julia. This is not Mike, but we absolutely will be happy to play them. I am Mike adjacent. On team, that's true. We also have to apologize to friend of the show, Ellis. Ellis, we are just giving him the bluest of blue balls. I oh, promise. Ellis. One day we are going to talk uh, about Godzilla well, minus one. Just, just Ellis. No, this is going to hurt him. Well, but hold on a second because I certainly don't want his currently kaiju inflated <laughs> blue balls to burst. Um, they are releasing back to theaters. A uh, Godzilla minus one in black, black and, and white. white. Oh, I'm so oh, which originally oh. wasn't going to come to the states. Well, you know what, though, Charlie? That's that's what I was waiting for. Um, to go see this flick. Yeah, that's it. That's that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> Absolutely, we got Braden. What's up, sir? But uh, let's let's not uh belabor the point. Let's no. not let's not hide what we're all here for. Mm-mm. This man did the impossible, Christian. You made a Christmas special. I've seen the behind the scenes kind of tutorial you threw up online. You put together a Christmas special in how many days? Uh, I don't want to think about days, so I'm just going <laughs> to go by. I'm going to go by weeks. I did it in three weeks, and the special on, came out to a is... runtime of about 24 minutes. Unbelievable! Yeah. Now you, you should have started around Easter. I, I listen. You're preaching <laughs> to the fucking choir. But anytime I get around Christmas time. I always feel inspired and I, and it's not like laziness. It's just like, yeah, I got to cram in something before this year fucking just ends. Hell yeah. And I, I went out last year in a blaze of blaze of glory with Banjo and Buckshot. Like it's one of those things where you, I couldn't half ass it. And I'm so proud of how the end product came out. And a big part of why it's so good is because of you two. Because you guys wow. voiced that's your you're being wonderful far character. too kind. I know. I know I'm, I'm not. I'm really if not. You're pitching for the inevitable sequel. I mean, like I think yeah, we're signed our contract on. is pretty automatic. I a little bit feel like my next contract, I'm gonna force you to always let me get a shot at being narrator. <laughs> I don't insist upon it because I'm not that sort of guy. But I at least wanted to try. But also, but as here's... well as only if we we pull a Kenny and kill you every time. <laughs> Fuck yes! Oh, I mean, that's how legends that's are made. Re- that's <laughs> so. That's been the real fun part. Is like so. We are now making uh more what I call arcade uh machinimations. Banjo oh, Buckshot was a rousing success. It's another uh, like... shirt machinimation you have to coin yeah. but i i don't think this is something and i i apologize because while yeah. i do think we're about to give our audio only listeners a treat yeah uh those of you that are joining us live or are gonna watch the replay again on twitch on facebook on youtube uh let's go ahead and throw up the trailer uh, again, I'm do not going to, I'm uh, not going to turn off our mics cause my teehees are going to be for, for the coming audio back. only cats out there. Just close a your eyes teaser. and just play the scene. Yeah. I'm curious how this pays. Like, how does the audio works. play work? Yeah. Yeah. Out. It works. I'm going to turn to, uh, to our producer myself. Let's hit that trailer. Let me get this straight. You 
waltzed into a Hollywood museum and just drove off. <laughs> with an iconic movie car, all because you wanted to get me my dream Christmas gift. That about sums it up. Oh, unit where the yule tie the dire on the loose. Now, come on, let's catch these boys red-handed. What color are their hands now? <laughs> uh, I gotta tell you, right out of the gate, the double B boys. Some of our mm-hmm. audio listeners are like, "Why are they talking over the trailer?" <laughs> trailer you non-faith based having sons of guns uh christian i know these are characters that you wrote you and i had a off show conversation that we're not going to repeat so you have to wait until the end of the show when we wrap up i'll I'll let christian fill you in he always loses details but (laughs) that's true but uh christian the fact that you were able to put this together in grand theft auto is basically witchcraft to me yeah. now what's really cool is over on arcade productions on youtube where some of you are joining us tonight from um i know you you did this really interesting thing and i didn't know it was a skill you had i didn't know it was a transferable skill you made like a very entertaining tutorial slash behind the scenes featurette Damn. Yeah. For you your short well. film, you shared the well, and that itself is entertaining as hell because we got to kind of see. I'll give this slight spoiler: you made a, a a short film in a video game, and the video game crashed during the process. Oh. And when that happened oh. in the documentary, my butthole <laughs> puckered <laughs> like you can only <laughs> read about. Christian, what? other than soaking in these compliments i know when you showed it to us i was literally driving back from from jersey and me and my friends were howling in the car at the finished uh product walk us through even how we'll start at the beginning how did you even know that machinimation copyright uh (laughs) at least pending how did you know that this was an option what led you down that road and as a as a writer, as a filmmaker in your own right, what does it mean to you and this kind of quest to to make all your rent payments based exclusively on art? <laughs> um, I'll I'll start with what it means to me because machinima is something I've been a fan of. So that's what what the form is called. It's called machinima. It's machine cinema because what Which, I'm doing the most famous is red versus blue. Red Rooster versus Teeth. blue. I imagine is one of yeah, the early one of the, like, multi, multiple generations. It's I think that's Halo One, right? Yeah, that it's, was Halo uh, One. It started. Like, we come a yeah. long way, baby. Basically, it takes the art. It, it takes it takes a video game. And you use that video game to tell a story. It is not just Halo that could do this. Uh, GTA has been able to do this since GTA 4. It came with its own built-in video editor. And Rockstar from the beginning was just like, make stuff. Do whatever you want. And people just kind of... so smart. People just took that and rolled with it. Now, mind you, the base Rockstar tools are dope. But you do need mods to get things going. Mm -hmm. Because it definitely will help. Uh, as I explained in that video, you need to properly break your game 
to get huh. it to do the things that you're doing because you're you're and we saw the side effects in that yeah video. again that video you put that in any docu you know documentary like uh, for your consideration that shit is gut-wrenching at po at points oh my you know God. they say with acting that you're supposed to draw on real life experiences the next time that you have a script in front of you like oh uh have your heart shit it's pants <laughs> christian will know okay i know the oh. moment that i'm going to pull from but that was that was something to watch and in, in, uh well i because it was so funny i'm putting i'm putting together the, i was putting that behind the scenes thing together and i'd forgotten that i had documented <laughs> The beginning process of it let alone i had forgotten that i documented the day where i damn near pulled my hair out from that incident so when i was putting it together and i realized oh my god i actually have like a piece of drama for this this is crazy um so which did part of you instantly like oh yeah. this is great for the third act like yeah there didn't look like that that was some <laughs> that was some real high swine shit oh yeah uh, christian no, i, 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 I I, I want to definitely turn to our, our awesome audience who's engaging right now. We got Brandon again coming to us from YouTube saying he's starting to make videos in Roblox and it's a lot harder than his wooden <laughs> railway models. I, I have to know because uh, John and I have experienced it time and time again in this U.S. comic starting quest, in, our, in our quest of, of just the arts in general. A lot of times you get an idea, you get excited about it, you get ready to actively do it. And then you're doing it, and it's just you screaming into the <laughs> abyss of yeah. why the fuck did I dare to dream? Why do I want things? Why can't I be happy in my Why am I my own worst this? enemy? Yeah, why do I hate me? What did I do to myself to make me treat me this way? So like, how long? There's, a, there's a reason why artist rhymes with sadist. Um, that's, that's a good point. How long into when you first started this journey, how long into the process were you like, this is fucking stupid. And me continuing to do this in your behind the scenes featurette, which I hope I'm calling that the right thing. It felt like a featurette. No, it was, mini yeah. Sort of thing. How, how to make your own animated Christmas special in six easy and steps. <laughs> and you don't, you don't need to like want to make videos. That shit was just a piece of entertainment for me. But the, the like, what was the first project you tried? What prevented you from giving up? Walk me through that whole process um so i've i've known how to do it so this is actually my second no third overall uh machinimation i am going to use that moving forward it's such a fun word to say machinimation i like it a little more now, than so say that again i muted us i'm sorry you're muting i did i'm sorry so see, see what i have to deal with this is just crazy is machinimation tiring <laughs> uh you know what if it ever gets to that point is where i can't i can't confirm or deny anything <laughs> but we're working on some really cool stuff um but so wait wait what was that question again that's i'm still tired from the making no, of yeah of course of course when you first started out what was the first project you tried and how did that go so you can actually find this on the very early version of arcade productions if you go back to the beginning of my channel like one of the first three videos is me messing around in gta 4's video editor and i made my own little movie called uh nico's cadillac it has no story it's essentially just a long continuous car chase about a guy uh -huh. who restores a vintage cat there's a very very real connection to cadillacs throughout my <laughs> 
my my Rightfully career. so. And understandably so. Uh, but he restores this vintage Cadillac, and then upon the realization that he is broke, he, he now decides to rob a bank. Because, you know, logic. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. But it was my One first thing begets time, the other. Yeah, but it was my first time directing... Um, it was my first time making anything in the realm of animation. And I loved it. And it was a bug that I had always had since but i never had a computer powerful enough yeah and finally years later comes by and i had the opportunity to buy an old friend's uh, uh pc gaming setup and i was like oh my god i can hop right back into this love that i had as a kid it was and it was oddly re rejuvenating because i was not only reconnecting with a past form of myself that knew all this stuff already it was it was me being able to understand like oh i can still do it but i i have the knowledge now of years of filmmaking behind it not just making little sketches with his friends now i'm like okay how do i apply the comedy and all that into doing this so the script writing that's one thing that i think um is kind of easy to overlook when you have more of a technical kind of like a art uh, style that you're dealing with a mm-hmm. lot of times the art style well because it's fantastic like that particular paintbrush that you make it with is you can you like it talk for an hour i'm sure about it by itself but it's this particular project also required a funny script and yeah. that's something that you came up with and that was shocking to me like kind of the speed in which that came together talk about that because i would have thought no this is something that was he was back pocketing for yeah. a while and was like collecting dust on a shelf because of for whatever reason schedule or yeah. the tech or whatever the case might be and like this was pretty you know pretty quick pretty, right? pretty quickly and for your first machinimation to be a car chase for that to only have one in between before it is a fully functioning mm. comedy that, that's a that wonderful yeah please speak to that but i will say though i did have the benefit of making one project prior to this which charles was a part of sure, sure, a, sure. a wonderful mr downtown that uh we will revisit soon banjo and buckshot i look at as now the jumping off point of mr downtown because i got to try a whole plethora of effects that i now know streamline mm-hmm. and just put right into mr downtown and just it's in your toolkit yeah exactly um so it is uh those characters oddly enough were something that i had had for a little while so i the the idea of banjo and buckshot was just something that i had had because for one that name combination is just so fucking funny (laughs) to me yeah it's so stellar but then the alliteration every... is just oh, it's perfect. Banjo, banjo, somewhere Peter Parker was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I just, I was like, "Oh, what do I?" Because I, I had had an idea to do something with them to let my, to whether it was a show or something where I was just going to use them as characters. GTA wasn't necessarily the cause of it, so I had mm. Banjo, Buckshot, and Uncle Cleta, Sheriff Sonny deputy leonard like i had all those people but like in terms of fully formed scripts there wasn't really much of that yet i just Mm. knew that like i knew the limitations of what gta could convey and i knew that some of the jank of it would also assist with the comedy because it's not something where it's like oh it's proper lip sync it's beautiful no (laughs) no it's like you you kind of have to time what you're doing 
as I said, and I cut it out of the video because I didn't want to start a, a weird little beef, but I consider it also uh, a, a loose form of digital puppetry because the way that you control the characters is very much totally. like time to the phonoms of the way you speak. And right, it's, right, it's, right. it's honestly a way simpler version of how they did the of how they did the Ninja Turtle suits, where they would ah. control them off of camera. Traditional pre-fight donut. Like, right, right, right. like that type of style. So, but in terms of the script writing, like I already like I knew where it was going from the jump because I I had also had that idea, and John knows I had written something that was that's in my back pocket right now that is eerily similar to what this is. Like it has traces of it, but it is not like you know it's not like prominent so no, I got you. I it, got it's that. it's there but it's not like uh it's not fully there yet but i was able to cobble together those ideas quick enough that i was like oh i could okay that's where a a to b b to c a little bit, this, able to, little bit yeah, exactly yeah and able I love, to string it together <laughs> what i really really love about you know just filmmaking having these kind of different um new options right yeah, like yeah. You know, i would have never thought again and i i laughed my head off at red versus blue like everybody else for like the first 35 seasons and then it falls off around season 37 um but <laughs> sometimes you, that happens there is someone i i imagine our, our boy ellis is breaking a little bit of chops but he's inspired to find an old copy of microsoft 3d movie maker 1995 and become an auteur yes Sir, i would love to see that project Ellis has always uh, been circling the drain on a Star Wars fan film. I've seen some of the stuff he's created. So when someone says something that years ago would have felt outlandish and silly, I read that and I'm like, oh my God, let's get this boy 95 movie maker. Hey, let me ask you a question. Does does uh, Red Dead Redemption have that same type of tech available to it? No, which is a real is, shame. I like I where is the hate for this game? I, I just like, don't love it, right? I like I've that's bothered me to no end. Like I, I know I could make. Do you imagine I could yes. make the next great western in Fuck Red yes, Dead man. Redemption, and I, I know can make the I next could. one filled with potty language. We got oh, uh, we got cousin cousin Paul and Chris dropping in. Uh, with two similar Cousin questions Paul. that I love. Cousin Paul wants to know, are we getting a director's cut? And Chris uh, asked, were there any bloopers, like jokes that you had to stop and was funny while recording? If you actually watch the behind-the-scenes featurette, one of my favorite moments of all time, certainly oh, of, of 2023, God. is now <laughs> saved forever on YouTube because you get to see me oh. just lose my mind. Um, oh, my God. And not, so in the, not in the boring way. Um, but, but do you, I know that some stuff changed in the edit. Oh um, yeah. Big time. Is there, is there a time where you would revisit or are you the sort of creator that you're like, well, this is done. I'm not going to Lucas it. I'm not going to add a bunch of monsters and aliens. Yeah. We'll see what happens in 30 years. Yeah. So three, Banjo uh, and Buckshot 3D. <laughs> unfortunately, and I, and I honestly, I do regret the decision a little bit. I, I rendered the final product out. I did a final quality check. And then I deleted all the files because I knew wow. if I, to be completely honest, I could be one of those people where it's like, I, I could go back and fix it and do a cut and see if I can make other things work. But to be honest with you, I love Banjo and Buckshot the way it is. It's, it's a little perfect nugget. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just leave it that way and That's let time, smart. 
Let's just let it be. So there is never going to be any director's cut of Banjo and Buckshot. There is never going to be any sort of extended version. If anything, we are just the live action version. The live action version. Except the live action version. version. (laughs) Uh, But no, (laughs) we're definitely, I would love to uh, commentary. Go for it. Yeah. Oh my God. Commentary. Yes, please. Let's get the cast together. Uh, That's maybe what we do to package it at, if, if my dreams come true, the table at read. Smod Castle Theater. Oh my God, a table read with Cap. I would vomit. I couldn't do any of that. actual puppets. Oh, let's start building puppets. Oh, Silver Knight Kyle or said, Muppets. Oh, Silver Knight Kyle says, how's this for a title? The Deliverance of Banjo and Buckshot. They're load early. To obscure oh. up to Silver Knight Kyle, you've officially become oh. one of my favorite humans. Uh, Chris says, Christian, hope your next project uh, is. Uh, superhero villains like heroes and villains you came up with others oh my god i know that they just saved the servers for um city of heroes oh wow the so city of heroes maybe we could find a way of breaking that game because city of heroes was one of my favorite things ever now julia is much more gabby on the show says silver knight kyle you know you had the beard you got to keep the glue working so that's uh i'm imagining you, that lose, I'm... you don't want to lose momentum that's right that's right honey what? i will that say is right that someone did suggest a way better title at the fucking zero hour, and I couldn't change Naturally. it. And I, it? W- I love this title so much. I'm gonna use it again, but I'm not gonna Good, use yeah. it for Christmas. But it's gonna be. Ba- it was originally someone had pitched to me Banjo and Buckshot's High Octane Christmas. I was like, ah, oh, well, oh. it's like it's right maybe, there. Maybe a yearly Sweet. tradition. Maybe a that's, yearly tradition. Maybe we just thing, equalize. Uh, Even if they just get shorter and shorter, like the twelve years from now, it's like Merry Christmas, Buckshot. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And just credits. It's gonna get. They're gonna get longer, like to the point <laughs> that I am probably gonna save that title for the eventual day. I'm gonna treat. I think I'm gonna treat these characters like Wallace and Gromit. Every once in Yay! a blue moon. Every once in just a blue they moon. They show back they show, up. They show up, and then there's a movie. <laughs> I love it. I and, love this and, plan. And like I, cicadas. And then I'm gonna. That's what I'll save the movie title for. It'll be Banjo and Buckshot's High Octane Movie. Because then that's <laughs> got it. that like warm classic feeling of like movies of shows where you were hype. You were like, that was a show. Now it's a movie. So yeah, Banjo and Buckshot is not going away. I love these characters. And the characters that you guys played were just so fucking funny. And that was the thing too. Like you can actually read a copy of Banjo and Buckshot and it's quite different from what was finally done now you've a been lot very of, generous with your whole process man people really should take advantage yeah a lot of people would be very surprised to know that like that script is it reads very differently like a lot of people like oh it really was just like here's what here's the lines that i need you to deliver and that's it that's all i need so I would fill in the blanks with like how the script was going. I explain it mm. again in the behind the scenes video. So you should go check it out. Cause there's a couple of instances where we do explain that, but a lot of it is just the delivery of jokes and improving upon things like mm. you being the narrator that dies was a late change. That, that like, trailer kills me. Yeah. I'm saying <laughs> save my, I come back. It's fine. It's technically in the middle Listen, of the movie. It's it's out there, but it's it's not a spoiler because it happens within the first five minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it but almost us, happens in the trailer if it happened, you know. But it uh, but but the way that it full circles, it's just so funny to me. I love that type of stuff. No, it's dying. So obviously, it's this is a a, a bromance uh, of legend. I think the 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 truth is, uh, U.S. Comics cast 
live from Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. These are two great tastes that go great together. And you guys can, uh, before this show, every single Wednesday, yes. minus this Wednesday, because uh, we just finished up the holidays, you can find Christian uh, over with two of the other greatest people I've ever that met. Is. Live from the Secret Stash. You can follow uh, Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash on all social media. They have a ton of exclusives. So much uh, that, good content. The the podcast is phenomenal. The store is probably the the greatest tri-state comic book yeah. store, if not worldwide. I know probably uh, Kevin and the and the rest of the owners and management would be far too modest to admit that that place is one of the meccas. But you no, can also, no, I feel like they would they would say it <laughs> fully. They would uh, yeah. they would <laughs> also probably tell you you can find Christian over at Smod Castle Cinemas uh, for all the events. Basically, you'll be able to find Christian. He's a little bit like the uh, Where's Waldo of the Smod universe. He's right there. Except true, you way him. easier to find. Let's be real here. <laughs> That's true. That's like, That's hey, true. where's Waldo? And Waldo was a tree <laughs> throughout the entirety of the book. We got we yeah. got Silver Knight Kyle with another great pitch for you. Banjo and Buckshot meet landfill at Smod Castle arriving oh. in an echo Ghostbusters and a nut in the splattered gut of an all too willing audience of degenerates. I feel like I feel like now we have just, to produce that. Uh, just imagine is, that poor, the, horrified the, long line outside. The characters, the, the character crossovers potential is just so funny to me. Like the one of the things that I loved about doing this project too was now like I want to go to Kevin and be like, hey. Could I do Jay and Silent Bob go digital? Oh, that'd <laughs> Jay be amazing. and Silent Bob get sucked into a video game and shenanigans. <laughs> Holy shit! And they so just Kevin, have you Phantom ever seen Buckthorn. Tron? Yeah. Okay. Now let's let's play See, this out. Now I'm ashamed because when he was saying that, I was like, "Yeah, like Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad." Uh, and then you were I'm like, "Young." Uh, so Troy is gonna take the next couple of plays off. Don't you take me, big guy? Yeah, so anyway, out, John. <laughs> it's about time. Uh, you know, John, I think there will be a lot of people who are questioning how good this uh, this short film is. I think they'll be questioning our combined this trio, this treacherous trio that we have going on. They would deny our opinions. Well, what do you think about those people? Let's take us to our segment break. I think anybody that watches any banjo and buckshot content and doesn't acknowledge it as the greatest thing since sliced bread is just like that toy boy George Lucas. Because why, Charlie? Why? Because! Han John first. I love that. Oh, so much. Christian, I love the salute. Substitute. I salute. Mm. Ah, too much. Oh, oh! <laughs> Charlie gave me a double go. Oh no, huh? I spiced up mine oh. a little bit just to join in on the party. My man, Christian, where where can they find all of this great content? content rather why don't you hit them with uh the easiest place to find it uh well you can always find any of my stuff on my youtube channel which is streaming to right now arcade productions which are we are now going as home of professional silliness which oh, I, uh, I love that even very heavily into uh but us comics we we posted links uh, as they came through but we'll also post all the links in a singular location 
uh, on the uh, the U.S. comics, uh, every place that we we share this particular episode as well. So, Back page, how you get there? Craigslist, all the places there. we post. Guys, get to answer Chris Hewitt, because he's been asking this a couple times, I feel very bad. Uh, there's a video I made called I Made a Christmas Album, and there's a link to where you can find the CD, the digital download. It is there. Nice. And I also just threw it in the, the comments for you. So if you want it, there you go. That's perfect. Uh, That's perfect. We didn't even talk about that. Like the, the music, much like John Williams, <laughs> the, the music had added an entirely different depth to the project to the point where i'm sure um you having seen the content without the music it turns into a completely different animal once that music is involved am i lying oh yeah but here's the here's the real trick finding free good sounding (laughs) royalty free music so shout out to the composers that i was able to find because holy crap the third act of that movie is made so much better by that piece of score in that ridiculous I, uh, fucking ending <laughs> but music is hugely important and that goes for Hell any yeah. project um oddly enough like that also leads into into what we're going to talk about next i think which is uh yeah that's called a natural segue because we're natural, pros baby <laughs> i also think the fact that we didn't talk about one of my new favorite christmas songs means the 40th anniversary of ghostbusters is just around the just around the corner and i feel like we have to now on the spot say christian will you join us for our ghostbusters afterlife extravaganza viewing and we'll, and we'll play the uh oh, we'll play the song then maybe it's full will there I, it is ladies and gentlemen so we we got plenty of show left ahead but now you know our boy christian will come back make it more of a regular thing because frankly we abuse all of our friends just ask oh, yeah, poor yeah. ellis who uh, always kind of brings the goods. The poor bastard hasn't slept in seven months. That's true. He's too busy making awesome, awesome art. Speaking of potentially awesome, awesome art, I have one simple thing to ask you guys, and that's what? Huh? I can't I can't hear you. What's that? Huh? We're talking about Echo, uh, Marvel's newest at bat. Um, I kind of want to start with... The disclaimer, we're, we're not going to get crazy into spoilers for a billion reasons. It literally just dropped last yeah. night. Uh, East Coast dropped at 9 o'clock. So, so, so uh, in the... Sup, man. I never do that. Sup, never do that again. <laughs> so, so, bring it deep. The Middle Island Boys... I need to go. I can't remember. Goodbye. No. <laughs> Nobody blames you. Um, I, Charlie, I can't remember the last, like, premiere moment. Mm. Of any of this, like new this new chapter of Werewolf by Night. Bettered. Oh God! How Werewolf many by Night. Two, years, two years ago. Two years, yeah, probably. So, so Charlie and I sat down, and basically, if the only thing that was missing was a giant tub of popcorn for this moment mm. uh, to to be had, but we got ready. You know, we got our our PJs on, <laughs> pull up the little Echo, blanket up, Echo PJs on, and um, it was an event. I really felt that way. Now I only got. Uh, three episodes under my belt. What about you, sir? Uh, I saw all of them. Of course, because you're a monster. Uh, Christian, what about yourself? Two. Two. All right. Nothing to be ashamed of. You showed up. You showed them who you are. Um, I'm going to go first, guys. because yeah, Mainly know. because I have been particularly uh, salty britches about a lot of what the newer Marvel content has had to offer. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I, I kind of sat down like this a little bit. <laughs> Entertain me, I dare you. 
and they fucking did they absolutely did i was entertained from minute one to minute last um i was into it yeah sure i had a couple of funny quips but that's how i that's how i deal with my loathing <laughs> fucking you know but here's the um, thing if you don't have a funny quip after watching a marvel thing i don't think you enjoyed it properly yeah like, or you didn't I get think- it not necessarily that you didn't get it i think that it is an enjoyment thing because i think marvel knows that like they can take themselves seriously to a point this is still people in halloween costumes fighting each other let's be real here yeah so if you if you can't sit down and be able to laugh and make a little bit of a quip marvel did it wrong which if if you're taking content that involves the tracksuit mafia yeah you don't have at least a little twinkle in your eye you're kind of a piece of garbage. I will say this during episode one. Again, we're going to avoid spoilers, uh, but I am going to talk a little bit about some wardrobe. Choices. When she flies the helicopter upside down. That's right. That's it. Oh. And then it turns out she can't hear the whole time. You got tricked. <laughs> there was, there is a performer oh. in a flashback who has the darkest hair of all time. And John, in his oh. hatred, it happened. His, his salt and pepper filled <laughs> hatred, oh. he goes, it came out. I, uh, I don't exactly think your hair is natural at your age, sir. And then the show is like 48 years later. And it's this natural shit that looks like mine and John's filled with grace. It was the uh, it was proof. When John says that he had his arms crossed to be yeah. it's proof. He was looking for reasons. I think I think I might have referred to him as Native American Steven Seagal at one point. Oh, it's my a little God. hazy. It's a little God, hazy. Yo. My memories, you know, oh getting up God. there. Yo, chill. <laughs> I, chill. <laughs> <laughs> We're just just scratching the surface. Here. I, I think oh Silvernight Kyle is watching Echo the way that it almost should be watched. So uh Silvernight Kyle's halfway through Echo episode four. He's on hold for the day's YouTube shows thus far. I think what oh, he's wow. talking about is like the 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 recaps and the breakdowns. Cause Echo, John, you said something really, really poignant that I yeah, think that, informs, that usually happens. That I think informs That's, that sounds like me. Ellis's point. <laughs> Ellis said, <laughs> Ellis is brutal. Ellis is brutal. Ellis. But oh, Ellis. Ellis, and, Ellis. I'll let every John read that out. Let everybody enjoy it. Ellis, now, this is Ellis speaking. So, let's hear this in Ellis's voice. Her superhero suit is a freaking turtleneck. Costume designer just went to Sears and called it a day. Now, I would counter. I would counter Ellis with all due respect. You know, I am Ellis fan number one. It's a tactile neck. <laughs> It was a tactical turtleneck. Charlie, what you, you we're gonna find out soon. Charlie is a Charlie is the thief of all thieves. Unbelievable. You can almost see him on the replay of this episode. Charlie's like just vibrating. Like, oh must That's how he plays Fortnite, guys. That's true. Just so you know. Yeah. Charlie ever kills you in Fortnite, he stole your kill. Yeah, I only use like seven bullets a game, and sometimes I win that shit. Um, <laughs> you monster. You absolute it's monster. True. I've never I've never denied it. I've never denied no, no, my monsterhood. He's honest about it, at least. So, so I, what's interesting about Echo, though, is that you can't fuck up an Echo show. Because there's 17 people that know Echo, and only half of them really like the character. Now I think you could fuck up an Echo show, but real quick first, and we'll go around the yeah. horn. Did you like it? I did like it. I wanted desperately to love it, and I didn't love it. I liked it for me. 
And I really like this. I like this show way more than probably anyone's justified. But I really enjoyed Hawkeye. Mm. And this is better than Hawkeye. So I really enjoyed it's Hawkeye. Not even close. It's 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 a well, but again, I'm saying, but I like, but you never liked Hawkeye. I like Hawkeye. This is still manages to be better. Right. With that being said, you also have the benefit of having seen the entire show. That's true. So... And the problem with the show, we'll talk about, in my opinion, in just a second, because it's not much of a spoiler. All right, so just real quick, question: What about yourself? Two episodes in, what's your stance? Two episodes, I'm pretty, I'm pretty on board, and I'm. I'm of the camp that one I didn't really know Echo that much of a character as a character, sure. despite some things that I'd heard from Zapsic. This was her, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, goddamn, that's a visual gag for you. And both then, listening, um, you missed out. Uh, <laughs> and in terms of the show, I I'm really I really did dig the first episode because I I'd only watched the the first two. Uh, second <laughs> one. I don't, I, this is probably just the delirium of me having a very busy day. I'm in the midst of moving. Uh, I fell asleep towards the end, so I have to finish it. But at the same time, I was enjoying what I was looking at. Uh, I like how they start the episode off so that if you happen to just decided to skip over Hawkeye, mm-hmm. you're not out of the loop, per se. What you're a still... great extended montage. Honestly, yeah. the thought that I had Charlie refer. Charlie refers to uh, Charlie and I refer to often uh, here uh, the the Incredible Hulk uh, opening, right? Like it tells us everything that we need to. Good Lord, Ellis. Good Lord. I'll read it up. Good Lord. That's all right. I I lost my train of thought. Um, The the you know I I think Silver Knight Kyle brings up a good point. Some people might find it too stylized. The way that translated, oh, really? the way that translated for me and John was in the middle of the first no. episode. I I think I remarked to you, "Holy shit, this looks great!" And you're rebu- not rebuttal. You agreeing? You said, "Well, it looks like a movie." <laughs> to me, it looked like a flick. It looked like it looked a like a flick. It, Whereas truly prestigious Marvel, <laughs> Disney Plus content uh, that had been made for it, to me, didn't really feel that way. Yeah, it felt like kind of like you know. Excuse me. I w- just like very glossy. I mean, made she, for TV content. She Hulk looks arguably bad. Like it looked like bad TV. Yeah. She Hulk. I'm not even well, talking about the CG. Well, but but see, I'm not she talking Hulk about the CG. All CG to me. Like, yeah, the CG is the beginning and the end of that conversation. It like they created it. Um, because the mm-hmm. one thing that She Hulk again, not to go sideways, but the one thing that She Hulk got right, um, not Hulk, but She Hulk, what they got right was character that that is she yeah like they they fucking nailed that like and that, anyone that who's like is... no it's not doesn't read comics yeah, that's or, fine or they just don't read she hulk comics which is again totally fine but also then, i just hate when people speak to shit that they don't that they don't actually like you're allowed to say i don't that's like this it. entire show what oh, do you yeah. mean fuck i love it then i will I say though like that i think that a lot of people in terms of like disliking she hulk and anything with Marvel when it comes to their VFX. I think for me, I'm never too much... I'm never too angry at Marvel when it comes to the visual effects side of things. Like, there are some things that look worse than others. But I also realize I'm already in a theater suspending my disbelief already yeah. at the idea of a yeah. of a 10-foot-tall green monster. So you know what? Like, if this one time the green monster don't look all that real... It just kind of plays into the fantasy of what I'm watching. Might so, might I might I add to that? Go a for it. A ten foot 
she monster that I would definitely smash without any hesitations. Like just all the way oh, right in. Just you mean snoo snoo. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I've lived a perfectly lovely life, Christian. Yeah. And this is how I go. So remember me fondly. That's all I can ask. Yeah, I will say this. I think it's the part of the show where we need to remind you all that <laughs> yeah. fuck the suits. Because the truth oh, of the matter yeah. is, fuck. Marvel does not pay them their suits. VFX people appropriately. Doesn't even pay them timely or from some of the reports that come out. Enough of them for the amount of work. Yes. That's, that to Very me, good is, point is always kind of the, the real engine. Um, that, to me, <laughs> always the biggest issue. Because, like, look, if they hire the three of us... And they're like, hey, go make a motion picture, cast it, fucking act it out, yes, write please. the script. We'll be like, well, okay, but, you know, it would still be better if we could get, like, maybe 50 more people. Yeah. So those those video effects artists, those those uh, CGI artists, um, I'm sure they're absolutely the best of the best, but there's not enough of yeah, them. Yeah, they're right? being try like... To, we try to save a couple of pennies I know we're uh, not by having 10 it. people. I know we're not necessarily talking about it, but it's the oh. truth. Marvel is probably looking at Godzilla minus one and taking away the wrong fucking message. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> They're like, Fuck yes. $15 million. Uh, and what's wait, that message? No. We'll get to you soon. Uh, we promise, Ellis. Uh, Christian, John, I want to change the conversation slightly to be, to be specifically about what... I think is actually <laughs> stop enjoying the cat so much. Silver Night Cow's hilarious. We all know it. Um, what I think the biggest issue with Marvel is, and I know you guys haven't seen far enough along to know if it stays true with Echo or not, but I don't know if you guys agree with this in general. For me, a huge problem in Marvel is there's a lot of times where I do not know what people want. So as much as, let's say, Love and Thunder was a, a movie I don't enjoy, Thor, for a minute, one of that film wants a family because he lost his. Uh -huh. So when that film wraps up, the one thing I'm able to do is I'm going to say, good job, movie. He wanted a thing, and then he either got it or he didn't. Ant-Man Quantumania, based on the trailer, I thought was about a guy who had imposter syndrome. I, I added... Yeah. An idea to a movie that doesn't show up. You, Ant-Man and the Wasp. The... You shaped it the way it probably should happen. Yeah. Today, but yeah, you I can't trust the trailer. But he doesn't want... They, like, their, their whole goal for that is like escape, which is a shallow goal, but at least it's a goal. Those are two examples that I would say, like, at least you're doing that right. I think there's a ton of examples, especially in the world of Marvel TV, mm. where I don't know what anyone fucking wants. Okay. And, you know, again, we have Christian who, who gets to... Do you mean anybody else wants? Like, as far no, as... No, like, like, what the... Like, what the... No, no, I, I mean, I'm talking wants. about the characters. What is the character's yeah, right, fucking yeah. endgame? Okay. So, um, one of the... And I, I think Echo, at least by... Uh, on episode one, they make it very, very clear that... They, 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 I think they give lip service to what she wants. Um, but I do not know if it, her plan doesn't really make sense to yeah, me. It's like a 20 and minute the, recap, all about what she wants. Ellis coming in. What were you gonna say, Christian? Ellis coming in with the facts, yo. <laughs> Thor just wanted muscle mommy Natalie Portman, yeah. don't we all? Yeah. Oh man, get online. Uh, no, but I think, uh. I think what you're speaking to also speaks to a bigger problem that I have with Marvel movies. And it's that they're not as creator driven as they used to be. Like yeah, we, we talked about it in, in conversation through comments on the last show, 
but it was the idea of the what if of like oh my god imagine what edgar wright's ant-man would have been and that's the the hype that i had at the beginning of marvel it was oh my god john favreau doing iron man kenneth branagh doing thor like that like things that made sense to do those shows so i i hope marvel returns to that kind of state because they've gotten so far along in the line that now it is just comic book appeasement and we're forgetting the biggest part of comic book appeasement and that is the core of storytelling and when you said it's missing what characters want that is literally the first thing that like you should be thinking of just simply and it is one of the ways we write and it's one of the processes i use to write banjo and buckshot uh is dan Harmon's story circle if anybody has a a one like 10 20 minutes to spare there's a wonderful video online called every story is the same and it breaks down this process uh every story can be broken down into the into a story circle you need to go search find take return change every story fits in that little bubble and what does it start with you and need and when you don't establish that from the jump you ain't got squat and that no, is there's something no that, story there's, there's, there's nothing no, there's no reason why your listener why your viewer why your reader why your whatever the fuck should pay attention like if, if charlie's not gonna i'm not gonna walk in the door and charlie's gonna say hey john and then tell me a nothing burger of the day there's gotta be i might no, he, i'm a bad he, storyteller he definitely would um but no there's a there's an entire point of telling a story and um yes yeah, sometimes it does feel that way however just to kind of like veer back on back into the lane um i didn't miss that from what i saw thus far yeah now, no i might I'm... not be it might not end up that way it might be one of those things because that's the thing too with marvel's longevity i think one of the hardest things to navigate is the cohesiveness of all of these stories because that's one of the more unique uh, uh, challenges that, that they need to address is, and and I, I point to this poor cat often, um, Shang-Chi. Yeah. So here's this fucking absolute diamond that they drop on us. Like, just gave me the, the kung fu theater vibes <laughs> from 1987 all day, just up and down my spine. And they were like, oh, do you like that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like that. Like, no more. What? What do you mean? But we have all these Literally other adventures that are going on. Maybe we can even just interlace a little bit. Like you even took a little bit, uh, uh, you know, from other things and kind of gave us a taste there. Can I at least even have that much? And they said, no. I gotta, but, I, 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 I gotta tell you, it's e- a challenge. Even man. for like the Aquafina of it, I'm like, how do you have someone who you could bring in for one day and elevate anything, at least with what well, what they bring with to the that table. Type of cancer, absolutely. But, but you have now, you now have, in my opinion, again, there's a reason I don't fucking run Marvel, but if they forced me to like make a huge change, I'd bring back Shield with all these fucking comedy people, and I would do like a five episode comedy of like fucking the Tihi agents of Shield, and it's fucking Aquafina, it's fucking uh, Homeboy who went to space in that Amazon movie. I'm super disrespectful because I never remember anyone's names. Um, See, you have all Marvel these characters act- McGee from fucking Horror Island. Like you have all these great character actors almost. I'll not have you be smirched, Tits McGee. Okay. <laughs> 
if they if out the gate, if Marvel came out the gate in the next phase with a film that was able to lampoon Deadpool three, please God let this be Deadpool three. But if it was if 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 it if they released Deadpool three, and it is them lampooning like the ridiculousness that has been going on the past couple of years, please, because now I think is the time for Marvel to have the proper mirror up to itself and laugh. Because at the end of the day, like no matter what the outcome of the flick or project was, they're still making these superhero movies. Yep. Where people get dressed up as in Halloween costumes, and they're just printing money. And, and there is something. I didn't mean to go show Christian. Continue. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It, it is mean. literally. It is literally just like it's this behemoth now that they have even lost fucking control over absolutely like th- what they had in the early benefit stages of the mcu was not having to worry about and like a connected continuity at the very end of the movie we get the fucking i'm putting together a team it's called the Avengers, yeah. and then that's great awesome uh and then eventually they started to trickle into each other's movies and that hasn't happened like in the shows like Echo has a smidge of it, but even then, matter it's of like, fact, it's Echo even has this. Uh, I'm gonna. I need help. So, it has a specific kind of like tag on it where it's Marvel Spotlight. Spotlight, Spotlight which um, I as, love it. as we all know, though, means. Oh yeah, that's a good what point. the fuck does that mean? Because it is very. She is completely and utterly immersed in the MCU. She's immersed in the MCU proper. She's immersed uh, now with the version of, of Daredevil that we got. By the way, the fact that we're not talking about both of these actors' last name is Cox, but they're not related, it's bothering me a little bit. I just want that on the record. But <laughs> And the fact that I pulled out my Cox. Uh, oh, I'm going to go ahead and move this over here. All right. I'm, so, I'm, I don't know how I could scoot farther <laughs> digitally. <laughs> we'll stretch out the screen. Um, but yeah, so she's like, she's both... Uh, a part she's a part of two worlds yeah right uh the daredevil we got is definitely Netflix Netflix daredevil, daredevil. which by the way that we have to talk about but finish your thought and also as well as that's when you did pull out your car that fuck I, I did verified yeah. witness um but yeah look the, the 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 point is that um she's connect so is spotlight the, oh, they're connected to everything don't worry about See, it to me uh, what... it doesn't it doesn't mean anything give me a little one-liner yeah if you're introducing something new and it's not obvious then you, you see gotta, to me, gotta give me something to me it just felt like them being like we're gonna show some blood um and the fact that this show if it does nothing else the reason i want people to support echo <laughs> was because it forced their hand a combination of some people not liking she hulk which i totally respect and appreciate i understand why but what they did to a certain extent was they now have said hey all the netflix shit counts maybe it didn't and they've always kind of flirted with like slow down with the all the well no that's what they fucking said they said it's the full get them on so they they, i will i gotta talk um what's amazing about that for me though is you cannot deny the brutality that existed in the netflix series i can deny the lack of fighting ability in iron fist (laughs) I could play Iron. Like, oh my oh, god! I punched you. Let's um, not bastard. say we did. Can we? Like, no. With all that uh, being said, for me, Echo <laughs> is the direction that I wish Marvel would move back to because they flirted with it. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. But, uh, but here's here's my thing again. And two episodes, 
What am I on? Three? Three, Four? you said. Uh, and, and complete. Mm-hmm. Um, aren't they, though? That, aren't that they was, what? Aren't they moving toward, back towards day one mm-hmm. level shit? Because... Oh, yeah, well, street, are, this is what street level, right? But the, also as well as I don't think a Iron little Man mysticism. Iron Man was very street level. You felt like he was street level. hundred percent. I'm. He fought well, them. First of all, this energy is all the fuck over the place. He fought him. Lo, 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 he fought him with tuna cans and rocks. A box of squirrels. I would say the first act of Iron Man is a street level threat. Then once Homeboy was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna create." The arc reactor and just kind of be a look at Christian preserving our friendship, but he does create the arc reactor in the first act. Yeah. So you tried to bring our relationship back together, and I fucked up yours and mine, Christian. Yeah. What I love, but what you I know, love, but you know exactly, but you know what I mean. I not, know what you not, the, not the little, not the little beautiful <laughs> one that saves our boy, but the giant world ending one that, that when... takes Jeff Bridges just instantly out of the MCU. Um, just like, also I, I got the I one have. from uh, you know from the World's Fair. Can we use that? No, stupid. The truth will also be your last movie. Also, how are you gonna have Jeff Bridges in the MCU and then just kill him off? And in, in I think they should bring back his twin. That's what I would do. Yeah, I, what's, I agree. What's interesting about comic <laughs> movies as a whole, not just Marvel, and sometimes Marvel, but not this version of Marvel. When you look at some of the greatest superhero movies of all time, right? You have your Superman. You have your Batman. But you also have, and by Batman, I not only mean Dark Knight, I also mean 89's Batman. By Superman, I mean uh, our boy Chris Reeve. Everybody knows that. Superman 1 and 2. But you also had Blade. You also got Iron Man when his popularity was dog shit. He was D-list, maybe C-list, but don't let anyone pretend he was a fucking B-lister. Iron Man wasn't shit at the time. And then when you had A-listers, right, like fucking Spider-Man, you got to... Then you arguably got three bad, and now you have a bit of a... a, a yeah, your Spider-Man my, Killian fair enough. Is, is very shit-colored What I'm, what not I'm allowed saying is there are plenty of Superman 3s proving that even the greatest hero may not equal the greatest movie. So when you take someone like an Echo, when you take someone, like at the time, Punisher, who's been a film three times and a, ser- a couple seasons of television under his belt, if you find a character that people, and this is the most boring shit I say every fucking episode, but if you find characters that have sto- have I hate you, have writers and creators that want to tell stories with that character, you'll get something interesting. Even if you fucking hate Echo, one thing I can promise you in its six episode run, you get to see something that's visually good. You get to hear awesome music cues. You get to hear yeah. great music. You get to see well put together stunts, and there might be some decisions that drive you insane. It's not a spoiler. A couple of one shots, maybe. Uh, Kingpin is not going to be less divisive than he was in Hawkeye. You're not gonna have everyone fucking agreeing about what's good and what's bad. What you have to do as Marvel, in my opinion, if you want me to stop fucking hating these suits, what you do is you let creators create. They proved it with James Gunn that you get the right person for any fucking character. Don't let anyone fool you into thinking they gave a fuck about a raccoon or a tree or two green fucks that looked very, very fucking similar and a knockoff of a knockoff of a cool guy in, in fucking Star-Lord. Those guns are pretty bad. Those guns are pretty bad. But pretty bad. His regular guns are lame. They look like fucking, you know, Nazi but don't guns. Let, don't let anybody tell you that you gave a shit about the Guardians of the Galaxy before. No, you're a liar. Movie. And if you did, you probably you were mean, like mad they changed the you look. You mean the property that only came about 
because they fucking lost the Star Wars license? Yeah. Why do we never talk about that? Marvel used to put out bomb Star Wars comics. Used then to. they lost the license. <laughs> we have <laughs> we have all of these uh, talent that's like, oh, we draw shit in space. They're like, all right. We'll what give if, you something uh, to do. What if Luke Skywalker, Rara, Hera, Mera, <laughs> what if he got a helmet, though? There's um, a reason why I will always call the Guardians movie space operas, because they are 100% are, and anybody who says absolutely. they are not is just wrong. So, and also, that's some cool film shit to say. Oh, I'm sorry. I can recall it. Give it a vanilla vodka. still got to drive. Just last final thoughts for me. If we want Marvel to return to form, I think a huge way is feedback. I think a huge way is is, is diving in. But I do think one mistake that I've made, one one mistake that I'm planning on making moving forward, because it's a, I'm a hypocrite. Sheila, there are times she where you, be a problem. if you want to have an opinion on Echo, my opinion is you have to watch all of Echo. Because I think if either of you stop right now, you get a false sense of what that show is. Right. The good and the bad. I think it's a very, very watchable show. But John invented this game years ago. You have to take it in context. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought was a stupid ABC show. I liked Hawkeye. If you disagree with me on those two points, you might disagree with me on Echo. But I also think Daredevil is one of the best fucking TV shows ever put together. And I like all the seasons, which not everyone fucking does. What you do have to do is if you want to engage beyond I didn't watch it because fuck women-led superhero things, that's fine. Um, Be that guy or girl or they. However, if you want to have an opinion about Echo, if you want to have an opinion when it comes time to get into the new Daredevil show, you have to actually take in all the data. Sure. Or at least explain why you punched out. That should should stand to reason, but we all know that that doesn't mean anything nowadays my final thought and then we'll kick it to christian's wrap it um so far so great so far so great and i am not at all uh much to charlie's chagrin uh a ranker yeah like i i just don't do it i take it for what's in front of me i i only eat what's in the plate in front of me at that moment um and that's what i'm doing with echo um Hopefully she doesn't beat the shit out of me when I when I do so. <laughs> she might. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. Again, I I didn't have any great echo knowledge moving forward. I you know I caught her kind of like her. I owned her uh, first appearance. I'm like ah, okay whatever. <laughs> um, but um, that's I think one of the benefits of working with uh, a non necessarily beloved character, not a despised character. It's not a reclamation project. Um, it's one of those characters where people like usually. Yeah. There are exceptions, obviously. Zapsic, I'm sure, has a very, very educated opinion about it. Um, yeah. Mostly, I'm like, okay, well, what has she got? And and thus far, I'm all about it. I liked her prior appearances on the small screen. I definitely like her more so for Charlie's list purposes. Um, I like her most uh, in this thus far. Um, and I'm definitely going to see it through. I'm definitely going to see it through to its completion. Christian, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm always, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I'm, I'm really enjoying where it's going, which I could say that that's, uh, that's been a very welcome change for Marvel products because I have not been excited in a, in a little while. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, 
I'm excited to to finish the rest of episode two, watch the rest moving forward. And I'm excited. I'm excited for Marvel Spotlight. Like very much so. Like I I love that I love the idea of non-cosmic affecting stories. <laughs> I I love, don't get me wrong, I love Thor, I love all those characters. But my God, the end of the world <laughs> can only be done just so. If many I see times. one more fucking portal, well, so much so that Thor's uh, Thor. Listen, uh, we already saw Thor's gonna be like, what's happening in the backyard? I'm like, yay, backyard we saw, problems. We already saw peak portals. Okay, we're good yeah, on you're portals not, with Marvel. That's yeah. their problem. They want the aftermath of that. They want like that one extra little zhuzh, one just little one portal. more little tremor of fucking. <laughs> Uh, you, will never, you will never top on your left. I'm sorry. There you go. That's true. I will say the big bit of feedback I want from this week, please check out Echo Episode 1. Daredevil has a fight scene. It's in the trailer. But the full fight scene, in my opinion, is the most daredevil-y fight scene ever, exclusively because of baton work. So I'm not asking yeah, if it's your favorite. Yeah. I'm not asking if it's the best. What I'm asking you is when it comes time for Daredevil to get his own show, which is right around the corner. Yeah. Am I finally getting my dream of like full baton action? Because the truth is, the one thing I will say against the Netflix Daredevil shows, one of my favorite shows of all time, they didn't handle the batons as well as even the Ben Affleck movie. Because in the Ben Affleck movie, he uses all three modes. I'm sorry. I love me some Batfleck. I love it. Uh, I'm, boys, I'm, let's. I'm sorry, John. I'm I'm with Charlie on that one. I, love, I I will always say that he is one of the best Batman. I I think it's true. I'm sorry. Oh, hell yeah. Look, and it's he... not because I'm I'm like I'm not biased. Like I just and he's the second best Daredevil. The one from the the trial oh. of the Incredible Hulk. He uh... just not that good. I hate the cast. Look, a uh, uh, a fish is a terrible bird. And uh, <laughs> I, I love Affleck's work, but like, look, he he could only work with what was put in front of him. I'm not, I don't hold it against him. He's a fish because he loves that snapper. Yeah, what up? Uh, that's oh my God. I almost got it. I almost got it. Let's pay some bills word. And most importantly, uh, we are in part brought to you by Arcade Productions. You can find Hell them yeah. on YouTube. You can see all the goodness. The Christmas special, absolutely killer. I think the behind the scenes uh, featurette. I think I might even be more obsessed with just because you might see this put them pop up and I really, really love but myself. Don't let time. that prevent you from checking it out. It's still very much worth watching. We are once again also unofficially brought to you by Live from the Secret Stash. It's a podcast every single Wednesday featuring the top five news, comic book uh, events, the Zap Six and Christian. Uh, bring it like no others, which of course means I'm going to say it super unofficially. We are brought to you by all things Smod Castle. Uh, it is my church uh, when I go there. Uh, I think there's a lot of news potentially coming for the future of that, especially with our boy Christian. But we are also waiting for that special report, Christian. We're waiting for that special report. Unlike some other bullshit podcasts who will will sell you dick pills and ball razors, and there's like nothing for a snapper. There's no snapper wax being sold uh, by any podcast. That's really rude. Uh, lucky for you, we're unlike those pods because we don't just sell it to any brand that's willing to pay, except uh, if Kevin comes a calling, because I'll do that shit for free. <laughs> We are once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands, and of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear and see them during the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, 
You can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over at patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at badmary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But my favorite part is their lead singer's high school is getting like closed. And they are just having demolishing. She's having a real like uh, high school. Yeah. So if you're gonna so show some new love for Bad Mary, do it now. Oh, she, she needs. Is, yeah. She needs some emotional oh, support kiddo. for literally Ooh. her childhood being torn apart. Uh, the Terrible. other great thing about Bad Mary, though, is every single one of their tracks, uh, especially the ones that are good for Snoo Snoo, are available across all music streaming. That services. is not how they promote. The question does still remain, Charlie, many, many, many minutes later. Where are we dropping? As always, it's with Sergeant Finesse. You can currently find him only gaming in the PM hours because the, the general is laying it down over there. Uh, but he's uh, still on Facebook. You can find him also as well as on Kick. Um, plays a hell of a lot of COD still, um, much to his chagrin. Also doing that WoW thing, guys. If you haven't caught up with WoW anytime recently, there is some constantly new content uh, going on, new shit going on. It's fun to watch. Um, just uh, multi-streams, uh, outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Sarge's on deck. You salute, but also do yourself a favor. Check out Joker's underscore stream underscore over on uh, Twitch. Nowadays, he kills it just a dynamite Fortnite player. He does it like it's supposed to be done. Apparently, there's building in the game. Nah, Yuck. I, I don't fuck with building, but he does it. Do you it. know it's some awesome. people <laughs> shoot people more than once to get the kill? That's stupid. Nah, yeah, that's, that's dumb. dumb. That's, that's just a, dumb. Stealing that's, kills is the way to be. Hey, Christian, can you do me a favor, buddy? What's up? Can you hit that button? My God! What are these? What are those? Charlie, that is not was... a bow tie. Perfect. Did you think those are real buttons? I can't. Oh, I cannot. My with that God! Tie. That doorbell chime was so loud in my headphones. <laughs> Sorry, oh, poor Christian. That's my bad. Poor Christian. Christian, how loud is this for you? It's nothing yet. It hasn't played. There you go. How's that? Ah, nice. Christian, uh, I'm so glad you joined me in my other endeavor that we didn't invite John to. We have opened Arcade Studios. Uh, Christian was nice enough to invite me to join him in this new endeavor. We are looking for film products. We got a ton of money, potentially. And uh, for some reason, Christian, I apologize. I didn't set up security yet. So this, uh, this, it wouldn't writer, have mattered. It would not have mattered. This writer seems to be in the elevator with us. He's going to pitch us a film. How you doing? And at the end of it, we're going to decide if we're making this movie picture or not. So, uh, I'll, uh, I kind of explain the game to Christian. Mm. I'll let you hop into the narrative, boy. Spoiler alert. You guys are definitely, definitely making this, <laughs> this beast. Um, look. It's me, peasant. <laughs> There's... There is no secret to the fact that I might be a few days older than Charlie. Strangers aren't really so sure about that, but it's okay to ask. Six Charlie does not. Days. He doesn't get angry at all when he gets asked that question. But I am indeed a little bit older. Smidge. Fat people um, don't live to your age. <laughs> so I'd be dead if I was your age. 
the beautiful thing about it is that I got to appreciate some of the greatest content, sometimes secondhand, granted. Um, but I come up in the age of when Napoleon. they were... Oh, <laughs> Napoleon was great. Napoleon was great. Don't sleep on it. Um, they really perfected, in my opinion, the sword and sandal flick. Hmm. Right? I, I am from the age, from the high highborn age, um, Clash of the Titans. The original. Conan the Barbarian, not the Destroyer. Beastmaster. If you don't know about Beastmaster, I don't want to talk to you don't right you now. Like hang on like a turret. Don't worry about it. Just get the checkbook ready. Now. Who the fuck are you yelling I at, really, I really. Uh, sir, we're in an elevator. Please lower your voice. <laughs> That's a good point. The, the reverb is uh, pretty strong in here. Uh, echo is strong. However. I am not above acknowledging the fact that they, while in my opinion, were the best, they were not the first, mm. right? So we we had our, the, our, our precursors to these type of adventures, the true sword and sandal extravaganzas. There was a, a Sinbad. There hilarious. was- Not hilarious, pretty <laughs> fucking dynamite. Now look, I realize again, some people might not know the particular content that I'm currently going to revamp and revitalize and just knock your socks off. So I'm I'm actually going to do this a little bit different in that I'm going to remind you what you done missed, maybe mm. what came before. So I am, of course, referring to the 1963 live action, mostly film, Jason and the Argonauts. That came out on your 23rd birthday. That's I will awesome. kill you on my 23rd birthday is what's going to happen. So uh, just real, real quick. So um, Eastman Color, the film is made in collaboration with stop motion animation visual effects by Ray Harryhausen. The so um, again, the three worlds of Gulliver, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, and then probably most famously and rightly so, Jason and the Argonauts. If anyone's unfamiliar with his work, I promise you can close your eyes and see Jason fighting stop motion skeletons, which, my opinion, still holds up. Oh, yeah. I sent you the link, Christian. Oh, yeah. I should have done the oh, same. I've, no, no, no. I've seen it. Uh, that oh, fight is legendary. Uh, that security, is unbelievable. No, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take that down to a code yellow, but stay, yeah. stay online. And stay alert for um, when we get to the floor. It's unbelievable. So this movie again, it 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 broke a lot of ground with its with the stop motion animation, and not the first or last to come after it, which we'll refer to shortly. But um, the interactive aspect, specifically of the skeleton fight, was mind blowing to me. Even to twenty twenty four, um, there were certain parts of it where you're like, okay, that's that's basically a lizard, you know, very far away, that type of stuff. But um, amazing, amazing shit. Um, it's mostly known the story. I was a big mythology guy coming up also. So for me, it was mostly about as a fan of mythology, uh, seeing some of these monsters and, you know, uh, myths come to literal life was just mind boggling, but I think we can do it better. But just as a reminder, um, Elias, not such a great guy. He usurps <laughs> the throne of Thessaly and in doing so kills King Aristo. Now there's a prophecy that states that one of Aristo's children will avenge his father, uh, Aristo's infant son, Jason, 
that's the guy because he's got two sisters and things don't work out too great for them um matter of fact his older sister goes straight to the temple of uh what's a what's a uh, fucking hera and she's like please please help me matter of fact she asks specifically hera by name five times if she can help her because the, their their hometown of thessaly is being was, fucking as they were killed she's like, help the yeah, she's like help me. forget those people help me hera and, i've come uh, to bargain hera i've come to bargain <laughs> <laughs> what am i up to what am i up to so now that happens and uh she does end up getting killed sadly but little baby jason gets squirreled away 20 years later jason himself saves peleus from drowning in a river the accident was actually orchestrated by hera because hera as we all know holds a grudge only maybe zeus doesn't know the fact that she holds a grudge but she does now peleus did receive he he takes over thessaly and in doing so in acquiring the throne he takes it upon himself to get uh, to get a little prophecy thrown his way and that's the point where he's told hey no you'll be king things are gonna work out great for you today but in a few years time you are going to be killed by this cat who is wearing one sandal which is kind of weird but that's kind of specific that yeah like real uber specific um but that's just how the gods did stuff back then especially uh, these gods now there's a lot of just like, looming come on guys first of all there's no such thing as gods and titans you're all you're all the same stop lying stop pretending but that all being said now 20 years later that's exactly what happens he gets saved from a river by a cat wearing one sandal now granted the sandal flew off when he was helping this assholes uh saving his life but that that's neither here nor there turns out Jason is there specifically to kill this cat that he just didn't know that this was the guy in the river. So he's a nice guy, Jason. He saves him anyway. Now, Peleus, he knows this motherfucker is here for me. I'm not going to tell him shit. I'm not going to tell him who I am. I'm trying to avoid this situation. Uh, however, he ends up kind of bringing him into his camp and saying, hey, wh why are you in town, man? What are you doing nowadays? And Jason ad admits to him. Look, I'm here to get back my real aggressive too. My yeah, well, he just saved his life. So, so he's like, I'm I'm here to get my family thrown back. This is my town. I need to rally these people. And nowadays, there's really only one way to do it. I have to go out. I've got to get that golden fleece that everybody's talking about. I let people trend. know this is basically what you're under. Follow me and let's take hometown back. The king, he's not feeling this. He says, you know what? I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and say... I'd rather not you, sir. He's like, you know what? Nah, not today, buddy. So I'll tell you what. You go <laughs> out. You go out and you do these unbelievably difficult things. And if you achieve all of these goals and come back with the fleece, you can have that thrown back. Done deal. Done doggy. Put her there. So Jason's like, all right. But he's smart enough, and this is one of those moments where you ask yourself, okay, well, what's learned in this myth, right? That, that was the whole point of mythology back then, just like it is supposed to be now. DC, I'm looking at you. Marvel, I'm talking to you. And he says, you know what? I'm, I know this is too difficult for me to do all on my lonesome, so I'm going to go out, and I'm going to put together, just like the beginning of Mask, 
Like when they said this is the mission, and all the cats in masks, they pick their teammates. You about the cartoon? Yeah, I'm talking. No, I'm talking it's, about the, I'm talking I know about the, the fucking guy. I, oh, I, I, oh, I would. Yo, we were on the same page. I was like, yo, are you serious? <laughs> that's that's going to be a problem. But if I have to cast him, I, I will. I also feel like some people would think they're like, somebody stop it. That this is a way different work, movie. But that that's more Viking mythology, but that's fine. I mean, that's 1990s Cameradia. So here we are. Jason goes out and he puts his crew together. Guys from all over Greece. Now, they're famously uh, competitive against one another. So he ends up holding a competition to be like, yo, you want to roll with me? Hell of a montage. I'm going to take the best of the best. So they're going to fight for the honor. Uh, and the ship is a dope ship. So the, the ship was built by a guy, guy named Argus. So the ship, ergo, is named the uh, the uh, Argo. And then all the sailors on that ship are what? Argo! Son, welcome to the party, oh. pal. So his... So his team consists of none other than mm, Hercules, maybe you heard of him. Mulligan? Uh, Hylus, uh, Akates, they were secretly sent by his father Peleus. Remember that fucking name, because he's a bad guy. So Jason runs low on supplies. Hera guides him to the island of bronze, uh, warning him, look, just take what you need. Get water, get meat, do what you gotta do and get the fuck out. But Hercules is gonna do Hercules shit. She's like, mm, all right, look at that giant statue. I bet there's some good stuff in there. Kicks open the door, finds all these treasures, like godlike stuff. And he says, hey, you know what? I'm just going to take this giant, it, basically like a giant sewing needle, which is a weird choice by the gods, granted. But he takes it anyway. It's like the length of a spear. He goes outside and that giant talus statue, bronze statue. It's like, sub motherfucker? He comes to life and he just starts wrecking Argonauts right and left. That's one of the cool things about this story. The reason why you need like 20 Argonauts is because you're, <laughs> you're just, getting fucked. You're, every time you stop the boat, you're losing two, you're losing three. This particular adventure, they actually shake off Hercules himself because it kind of makes things a little easier if you got the strongest man ever to walk the planet Earth on your team. Uh, Hercules ends up staying behind. But again, I'm not going to go through them completely. Um, there's all kinds of there's challenges. There's basically shit like that the whole run time. There's shit like that the whole time. He's got to fight. Jason's got to ultimately fight the Hydra in order to get the Golden Fleece back. Uh, he's fly fighting flying harpies. Um, he actually kind of like, he, 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 he besmirches Zeus's word right to his fucking face because Zeus punishes a cat by taking away his vision because he was like, he was granted foresight and he was kind of, he wasn't really being, um, he wasn't really being uh, judicious with the with the ability. So he's like, you know what, motherfucker, you can see into the future, but you can't see in actuality, Zeus says. So he makes him blind. So now these harpies are stealing his food. Jason's like, nah, fuck that shit. We're going to take care of the harpies so you can eat, bro. But then you got to help me out. Um, then also as well as, look, there's all kinds of, uh, there's all kinds of adventures and animals and monsters that he's got to fight. Um, but yeah, spoiler alert. He comes through at the end of the day. He gets his golden fleece. He goes back to his hometown of Thessaly, and he gets the he gets his uh, his throne back, albeit briefly, because this is still Greek mythology. Based the cunt. Nah, not even that, Charlie. Almost all Greek mythology is fucking tragic at the end of the day. Which I would argue that's what the Greeks were really trying to tell us. Life sucks. <laughs> Things are not going to work out in your favor. Everything you gotta, you is bad. You just got to deal with it. But that all being said, if you've watched even a few minutes of this flick, we mentioned it before, the one fight 
the one um the 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 one uh, stop motion that really stands out is when when Jason and only just one or two of his Argonauts they have to fight these skeletons that come up out of the ground. They literally come from uh, devoured uh, devoured uh, humans that the fucking Hydra just made a, a lunch out of. And they're like, ah, oh, the skele the skeletons will come back, um, guys. We're gonna do it all over again, right? What made this movie famous? 1963 was its stop motion animation and we also saw what hot smelly doo-doo uh <laughs> you're gonna get when you try to apply current cgi and, and technology to a fucking classic like what they, did, <laughs> what they did to my beloved clash of the titans is unforgettable in my opinion so we're not gonna go live action with CGI crazy effects over the top of it. Oh, no, 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 no. We are going to keep it in the realm of stop motion animation. All right. And when I say that, I am talking to you about what my man Guillermo del Toro did. No. With his, uh, with his Pinocchio. Oh, I love a gimmick. What, you know, with you know, granted, we know that Banjo and Buckshot is absolutely a new Christmas classic. But yet another Christmas classic, which has not gotten anywhere near enough, in my opinion, uh, um, fucking attention, Jingle Jangle. If you watch the stop motion oh sections of God, Jingle Jangle, just jingle jangle. To, and, then, and then apply it to what I'm talking about right now, I want a modern made stop motion animation remake of jason and the argonauts in that style like you're talking about somebody telling you a story a myth that you can see animated and it looks like it's made out of carved wood like one of the best parts of clash of the titans for me is when zeus would take like he would take perseus down off of a shelf basically and just pop him in the middle of a coliseum and like all right do something and entertain me that's the version of this fucking modern new modern classic that I want to make. It'll take some time, but it won't cost that much money. Charlie, uh, may, may me and you parlay in our corner of the elevator for a second? I'm going. I'm we a, may. Yes. I'm gonna go over here. The elevator just opened, so perfect timing Se on your pitch. You Se don't listen to us. Yeah. What's up, boss? Security. Uh, don't escort him out yet. Um, in, in fact, take him over there for for like five minutes. <laughs> All right. So, bro, rough him up a little. <laughs> I'm so about this idea, dude. I like. I'm a little wet. I, I, I'm, I'm actually. So here's the best part about this too, like we have the money to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't. How do we, we fuck him though? No, we don't. Honestly, let's make this one of those like true Hollywood stories. Like let's, like let's make it good. Okay. Like let's, like let's, right. like, let's actually like keep him involved. Like, but let's first give look him. Rights? Yeah, first look rights. But here's what we're gonna do. We're not going to lean more into Rankin and Bass because I saw that. Mm -hmm. We're going to lean more into Leica, Coraline oh. people. We're going to get those motherfuckers, oh, yeah. and because they they can handle a story like this. After Fuck if you yeah. seen... imagine, uh, imagine our money with Neca, get a bunch get Kubo the and the two string. Yeah, there there's franchise potential. There's a Saturday morning cartoon here, Argonauts. Like yeah, so we offer them we offer a minimum though, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, hundred percent. We hamstring him into like a seven picture deal. We're, we're, hey, we're, son. We're, hey, yeah. Come back on. Oh, he's so Puerto Rican. How about a fair oh. rate for a good pitch? 
There for... was one little small section. Oh shit! That I oh. forgot to mention because I know that you money grubbing some of bitches are all oh. about franchises, right? I know that now, this granted, is a bit, but I hate being called a suit right now. Like it actually, I it, like it actually shook me to my core. Because <laughs> oh, because you made was... eye contact with me and you called me a suit, and I and I know we're in a bit right now. But holy shit, you guys are dressed really nice. That's all I can say. Now oh. look, here we are. Now a hundred percent, I happen to be the king of the hundred minute miracle right i i think that is a ah, perfect length of time for an adventure type of flick mm -hmm. however mm -hmm. if we did well, want to take a slightly deeper dive into these weeds i do like money we can easily turn each one of these monsters as they pop up in the the, the windshield of the argo we can turn it into an episodic adventure and this could be a season now here's the thing it's a singular season of tv okay go and on each episode can be broken down by the monster that they happen to be fading mm -hmm. ultimately culminating with the big skeleton battle which honestly everybody if they're not certainly should be looking forward to but it also as well as i try to take my motivation wherever it fucking comes it hits me in the face i was once accused of not having enough female authors in my personal library so i made it a point to remedy that uh you that got rid issue. of the rest uh charlie no bitches in my library i discovered madeline miller who's one of the newer masters of the written word that we have going right now um so in the original if if anyone remembers except us three uh uh medea is was the the oh, no, nope, don't nope, you nope, cringe nope, me, nope, nope, not that nope not that one not that one but <laughs> <laughs> look look what you did I'm the sorry. entire company is now defunct i'd argue way, it was Medea's stop blaming shit on Medea. <laughs> i i will not have it um but if anybody remembers she was like a dancing priestess in this flick look Medea properly in Greek mythology is a she's a she's a god granted uh she is of somewhat watered down lineage um she's the granddaughter of uh one of the biggest uh, literally and figuratively one of the most powerful titans uh Helios yeah now Helios famously had another child uh, a direct descendant of him and a nymph um whose name was Circe. Now, in Madeline Miller's uh, uh, eponymous uh, uh, book, Circe, uh, she writes a scene where on their way back to Thessaly, Medea, who is not a dancing priestess, she's a fucking goddess, she stops with Jason on Circe's island. And Circe kind of like throws her a little bit. This was not prophecy. She just threw a warning because like, look, I'm a goddess and these human men still treat me like shit. You gotta be careful. You've got to watch your back around them. Make sure your eyes are dotted and T's are crossed. You're a powerful sorceress, not as powerful as me. She had this entire chapter long interaction, which is just, I'm, I'm not, just delicious. I would suggest we add that to our, ver not notice it's ours. <laughs> we add that to our version of Jason and the Argonauts, we add that little scene, obviously giving my girl Madeline Miller full props for the thought. 
and then have the, the, the story play out because it was not good for Medea. She gets fucking thrown off. Jason gets it thrown. Medea's like, well, she gets the, the Jazzy Jeff treatment out the front door. Ah! However, <laughs> what's Uncle Phil even doing eventually? However, if we want a little carryover, Marvel, again, feel free to take notes. We have a little carryover as they're sailing uh, into the sunset, headed for Thessaly, when we know it's not going to work out well. We cut back to Cersei just kind of shaking her head. We adapt for our next project, Madeline Miller's Cersei. So this is an entire Thanks for the franchise. idea you won't be involved in for season two. Welcome to season one, baby. Oh, nerds. And also, you moved it down to a TV show, so you're going to get TV show money. Why would you do that? You had a great pitch for a, for a franchise. So, so uh, Marvel, if you have any... <laughs> If you're looking for any fucking Echo season two thoughts, I'm I'm available. I will currently be on the in the lobby. Of, now uh, I have of, uh, John and, uh, Charlie and Christians. Uh, I got I got a pitch for you guys then for this oh. for, to to add on to this because we're not making this a show. We're making this a big old old fashioned road show. Big tub big, of popcorn. Big tub of popcorn movie. And uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to be, and I think you're both going to be on board for this. We're going to be the first ever stop motion animated film shot in ultra Panavision. So it is like the old school movies. We do it. Even the stop motion, like the characters, like everything that we see will be like the newer style. But when it comes to the classic appeal and the monsters, we lean into the Harryhausen effect where we blend two different styles of stop motion animation. Then we take it a step further. We take it a step further. And we release this like the old school road shows with an intermission in between. Sure, we have the general public release, but we have the version that goes into theaters with exclusive scenes that'll get snipped out that the general public will then never see again. Creating and an our Q&A and our merch booth. We're going to make so much fucking money. And then... Welcome to the show, baby. Oh, man. I The idea of that alone could make us millions in the franchise rights alone. <laughs> uh, I... I am so on board for this. Uh, sir, prepare to sign the rich and famous contract you are in. Welcome to Arcade Studios. We can't say it much better than Silver Knight Kyle, the true snoo snoo Hollywood <laughs> story. Uh, also dropping Ray Harryhausen, Rankin Bass, kicking ass, modern telling. Uh, um, from a little bit earlier in the show. That needs to happen. Uh, I just want to mention something, Kyle. Thank you so much for your service. Uh, he was talking about the Punisher being able to kind of blend reality with yeah, comic burn, book goodness. Just uh, and coming across. Uh, Ellis dropping uh, arguably the line of the night. Ever tried Greek yogurt? Yogurt isn't yummy at all. But it is going to wind up going. The comment of the night is going to go to our friends over at YouTube, specifically Silver.com, Jason and Ben Affleck's Argo Nuts. Uh, ladies well, and gentlemen, well done, Silver Knight Kyle. Well what an done. absolute killer show, Christian. We got lots of talking to do in the post show. Uh, oh, thank you yeah. so much for coming on, man. We can't wait for you to come back. I write my name on that check, bro. What are you doing? My bad. I wrote it to myself because I love Buddy. Uh, ah, Christian, like the true Hollywood suit, we're I, not. <laughs>
Uh, Christian, hopefully you'll come back super, super soon. Yes, not, yes. We're absolutely going to hang Christian, out soon. Christian, thank oh, you yeah. so much for coming on the show, bro. Listen, really, you don't ever yeah. have to threaten me with a good time of coming on to the ah. U.S. Comics <laughs> Company podcast. I love hanging with you guys. It is uh, always a right pleasure back. and a delight. I, I cannot. I'm among peers who equally love this shit as much as I do. So thank you, guys. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Thank you, said, Thank you so much. Even better. Next week, we will be back in studio. Uh, live from the Secret Stash. Is it back next week? Uh, do, you know do not know yet. Either way, make sure you're following them on all social medias. It, just in case they're not, uh, make sure you you go look for them every Wednesday and show them all the love when they're live. Thank you, those new people who joined us this week. Thank you for our classic members joining us live. You can find the show each and every week. Uh, the recording, the audio-only version drops every single Wednesday. The moment it becomes Wednesday, you have access to U.S. Comics Cast, the video cast, every single Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't threaten us with going on a U.K. podcast because we would love to. Oh, so hell yeah. Our, our oh, new, our new bestie. Keep this party rolling. But yeah, I'm I'm big in the U.K. They just don't know it yet. That's true. Uh, there is only one <laughs> way. That we end, we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics. John, do you mind showing the beautiful oh, yeah. people how we do it? There we go. Step one, we got to turn the volume on. And by that, I mean power on. Yo, baby, you're so good. Then we got to turn the volume up. We got to tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out to the night sky. Scream a space girl. We are out. Ah!